Shalom Rach, welcome Evan Bez Hashem. We're on the Simon Kuf Mem Dalit Siv Dalit, number 333. Once again, Kuf Mem Dalit Siv Dalit. In Hilchus Kriyas Sefer Taira, and we're discussing that a person should not be jumping around from one place to another place while they are laning. Ein Kairin Laodom Echod Bishnei Sefer Taira. Now, the Mechavah tells us do not call up one person, the same person, in two different Sefer Taira. In other words, Ruvain ben Yaakov should not be called up in Sefer A, and then the same day he's called up for a Sefer B, later in the in the next maftir, let's say, in the next laning. Why not? Because it looks like the reason why the same person is getting and the Leo in the second Sevetayra is because there is a problem with the first Sevetayra. Or else, why would the same person be getting a Leo, the same davening, in a separate Sevetayra, right? Must be all. People say the first Sevetayra wasn't good. Now, the truth is, we're not laning again from the same laning that he did from the first Sevetayra. So there's reason to say people won't say that. There's room to say that. However, at the end of the day, we're concerned because of the pagam, the blemish that people might say the first Sevetayra is possible. One person should not get an aliyah in the regular Sevetayra and then not get it for in a separate Sevetayra. Avol, however, Shloish Gabi, Bishloish Sfarim, Kigoyin Rosh Chaydish, Tevis, Rechal, Yos, Bishabis, Leka, Mishum, Pagam. However, in regards to three separate people getting an aliyah in three different Sifri Torah. And he gives an example which we actually, I believe, had this past Shabbos Rosh Chodesh Chanukah, which was three Sifri Torah. It was Rosh Chodesh, Teves, which is Chanukah, on Shabbos. So you have a Sefer Torah for, Shab- for the Shabbos davening. You have a Sefer Torah for Rosh Chodesh, and you have a Sefer Torah for Chanukah. Three Sifri Torah. There's no concern of a pagam that we're going to say, oh, that Sefer Torah is blemished. No, we all know there are three different lanings that we have to read. Says the Mishra So one person we said should not get an aliyah in two different Sefer Torah in the same davening. Whether it's same topic or different topic, for example, let's say it's Shabbos Rosh Chodesh. You have two different Sifri Torah. You have the laning, the davening, and laning for Shabbos, and then you have laning for Rosh Chodesh. Or Yantif, or Yantif. The Dinahu, Shekirin Lemaftir. The halacha is we lane, we call the Maftir, the Sefer Acher. He says an example is that you call the mafter b'sefer acher in a separate sefer that's already prepared and rolled. So you don't have to start rolling it during the davening, which we all know. What's the tzir going to say? Why didn't the gabai do this before davening? Right? Why do we have to wait now? Don't call up a person who got the last aliyah from one Sefer Torah to get now the next aliyah from the second Sefer Torah. 
Because if you have, once again, the same person that gets that aliyah at the end of the first Sefer Torah and now gets an aliyah in the beginning of the next Sefer Torah, once again, it looks like his aliyah wasn't good. That's why he gets a do-over. And he's going to, perhaps we will say that first Sefer Torah, there was a psul, something was invalid in that Sefer Torah. That's why he's getting a new aliyah. But rather, what should you do? You'll ask me, didn't we just learn this halacha? So the case here is that he's the only one that knows how to read from the Torah. So he has to get that aliyah, because in those days, the one that got the aliyah was the one who read. So what they should do is like this. Ready for this now? You have two Sefer Torah, but he's the only one there. You're not going to take out the second Sefer Torah. What you're going to do is you're going to, you're going to roll that first Sefer Torah to the place where you have to lay in the second parsha. Even though it's going to be a Tirchet Etzibura to some degree, because people are waiting around, right? But to avoid people saying that that first Sefer Torah is invalid, it's possible, and that's why that same individual is getting a leaf from the second Sefer Torah, you're going to roll that first Sefer Torah to the place where you're going to read the second parasha from. If you want to read the maftir from the from those who are called up from the Leah, Magnavram says you could do so. You could call up that maftir from that first Sevetayra. It's only a, a concern of Pagam if the person is called up back to back with different Sifitayrah. And people will say, oh, you know why this person is getting the Leah again? Because something was wrong with the first Sifitayrah. But if someone else is getting the Leah in between, so for example, Reuben ben Yaakov gets one Aliyah from the first Sefer And then Shimon ben Avram, thank you. Okay, his name is Avram, by the way. Okay, <laughs> I wonder if I said that one. <laughs> okay, so Shimon ben Avram gets an Aliyah next. So Reuben ben Yaakov could get Aliyah after that. Okay, it's not a problem. It's like a new aliyah, new lane, it's not a problem. However, the Bach is machmer in this case as well, even when you have somebody in between. The Bach is still machmer. Don't call up that second person. And the reason why the Bach says it's Aser, to call up that same person, Twice, even if somebody's in between, right? You have the case? Reuven ben Yaakov gets an aliyah. And then this the Shimon ben Avram gets an aliyah next. And then you're going to call up Reuven ben Yaakov again afterwards. The Bach says, if it's a separate Sefer Torah, that this person getting a second aliyah on, the Bach still says also, even if somebody got a little aliyah in between. Because once again, people are going to say, that they just realized that the first David Torah had an invalidating psul. That's why he's getting a new aliyah. He says further, However, 
When it comes to Simchas Torah, we know that there is more of a leniency of Pilagen Elias, and he says here we can rely on the Magin Avram to have that person get back-to-back Elias. Fine. That's Simchas Torah. Siv Kotin Yudches, Aval B'Shloisha Gavrei B'Shloisha Svarim. If you have three people with three different Sifri Torah, that we're saying is not a problem. But what didn't so to Trey Gavrei, so to two people betray Svarim. So to two different people, two different Svarim, also not a problem. In Yetzah Harisha Ma'ashloisha Likrois B'Sevet Torah Shlishis L'Maftir. If the first person from the first Sefer Torah wants to read from the Shlishis for the Maftir, from the third one for Maftir, now, that depends on the machlekes of the Bach and the Magin of Ram. That according to the Magin of Ram, for the first person to get that Aliyah, and then have some in between, and then him get Aliyah afterwards, according to the Magin of Ram, totally fine. According to the Bach, it's not good. It doesn't work. Because of the concern, once again, people will say that that first Sefer Torah is possible. Shechali is b'Shabbos. He's giving an example of when Rosh Chodesh falls out on Shabbos, Rosh Chodesh Teves, which is Chanukah. She'echod kare b'inyone shel yoyim, v'asheni b'shel Rosh Chodesh v'ashlishi b'shel Chanukah l'mafter. Because one person is reading b'inyone shel yoyim, the second one is meaning Shabbos, the second one is Rosh Chodesh, and the third Aliyah is Chanukah for Mafter. Like a Meshupagam, there's no concern of saying any Sefer Torah is possible. Afilo b'inyon echod. Uh, in, in all scenarios, this would not be um, any, any concern of a blemish on the Sefer Pagam. We now continue with Simen Kuf Mem Hay, and just as uh, a little introduction to Simen Kuf Mem Hay, it used to be that when they would lane a Pasuk, then there would be a Metogaman, a translator, explaining what the Pasuk, what the Pasuk is uh, Mean, it says what it means. Imagine that. In the beginning, God created heaven and earth. And the land was void. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking about that shalom better be nice and hot still by the time you get back home. That's what you're thinking. I know. You don't want to get burnt. <laughs> now, the truth is, it could be they didn't lane the same amount of lane that we do. It was that more of a three-year... Breakup, so it could be they laned less per week. Exactly how that works is not for now. Putting all that aside, how they laned it, the Turgamon he would translate the pasuk. Why would he do that? Because that's how they understood it. So you're thinking, well, well, how come they don't do, they don't do that today also? Let's take a look at the mechaber. In the times of the chacham of the gemara, hayunoyegim litargeim. They had the custom to translate so that the people in the shul should understand what's being said. Now, the one who's reading the Torah should only read one Pasuk at a time. Translate. Pasuk. Translate. That's how we would do it. It's not like, you know, sometimes, in fact, by me, sometimes I'll, I'll read a few words at a time and I'll come back to translate. 
And you know, you want to get the whole context, one pasuk at a time, and that's it. Veina mitargem roshur letargem achiyich la pasuk mipiakoyri. So too, the translator is only permitted to translate until only he's only let it to start when the one who is reading the pasuk finished the entire pasuk. Makes sense. If the purpose, the goal is that we should understand what he's saying, and someone is talking about something else, he's reading the pasuk, and someone else is starting to translate. It's all mishmash. Now you got a challenge. That's not going to work. Then a koyer is like be a and the one who's reading should not raise his voice louder than the one who's translating. So too, the one who's translating should not raise his voice more than the louder than the one who is reading. Then a koyer is the sayeilad mitargim. And the reader, listen to this now, the reader of the Sevetera, the Balkairi, should not assist, should not assist the, the Metagen, thank you, with the translation. You know why? Because you don't want people to think and say, oh, the translation is in the Torah. Because if he's the Balkairi, so, oh, it must be he's also helping out the translation because he knows it's, it's inside. Now, to you and I, this sounds a little far-fetched because we all know that there's no translation in the Sefer Torah. So, perhaps we have to realize that people didn't even know that. If, if, if that was a concern, if that was a concern, that perhaps you have to say so there were those people who didn't even know that. That there was nothing else in, in the Sefer Torah besides for the parasha. Right, it's hard for us to digest because we don't do any of this. But if there was a chashash, you'd have to say something like that. Okay, let's go back here to Sif Cotton Aleph. So he says like this: Noyagim litargim. They had the custom to translate. so that they would understand what's being said. In the, in the, in the lashon of targum. Aramaic. Why? That was their language. So that's why they translated in that language, so they understand what's going on. They understand the parsha. Sounds very good, right? The Mechaber then told us by Sivkot in Bayes, one pasuk would be read from the Balkhire, and then after he finishes the pasuk, the translator would translate and explain that Kokadei Shalayis Balbulu at Sibav Yuchlu Dishmaya Kol Aparshik Ksova Mipiakoyre Machakachivino Kol Aparshik Mipiamitagim. And the reason why, of course, you don't want to run into the next person's um, reading and, uh, and explanation is because this way no one would be confused. First, it's the Parshal that's laying, and then it's the Targum. Sivkot in Gimel. Sivkot in Gimel. As the Pasuk says, Moshe Yidaber, Moshe would speak, and Hashem would answer him with his voice. This is the level of Moshe. So, <coughs> as the Gemara says, that both the Targame and the Balkari would have in the same level of of the reading and translation. Okay, that was Sif Aleph discussing the translation 
and the Balkari. So Vegas tells us like this further. The cotton is translated as metargame alide godol, what the what the godol is is reading. I will aim covered le godol, it's not appropriate for the, the godol she targame are they cotton with the assistance of the cotton. It's not covered for the godol. That the cotton is the one who's assisting him. Are they cotton? Um, there is no Mishtru and Sif base, so we continue now with Sif Gimel. Idno Lay Nogul Targame Shum Dematoyel is the Targan Kavan Shain Mevinimaisai. So it's interesting, Mechaber. He tells us, you know why we don't do this today? Well, by a show of hands, how many of us speak Targum? How many of us speak Aramis? How come I don't see any hands? <laughs> that's why we don't do it today. That's as simple as that. So that's what the Mechaber says. So don't say now, okay, so Nilmud Mihem Lefarish Gama Nachlin Bolaam Bolashin Shiavinu. So very simple. So if we're in America and we speak English here, so translate in English. If you're in France, translate, translate in French. That's what Rashi did with words, right? Rashi says Beloshon Laz in in French. He puts a lot of all the French words there, so he understand what people in, from France should know what, what he's talking about. So he says no, you can't do that. Why? The shiny targum sheniskon beruach hakodesh. Targum is not just a translation. Targum was given over beruach hakodesh. It was given over by Moshe Rabbeinu at Har Sinai. Hakosh Borchu told Moshe Beinu the Targum. The Eibmagen of Magen Gboyim Shehevi B'Shem Tashvat Shigam Ato Rishus the Targum Bloshen Targum Avshe Ein Mevinu Moisoi Inshni Magen Gboyim that he brings from the Tashvats. He says nowadays one is permitted still to translate in Targum even if we don't understand it. Mishum Sheniskon Beruach Hakodesh because it was established Beruach Hakodesh El Shein the Targum Me'Akev. But if you don't do it, it's not going to prevent you from fulfilling your obligation of the laning. In other words, you are allowed to still do it, and the reason is, well, you'll ask, but what's the benefit? No one understands it. I shouldn't say no, most people don't understand it. And the answer is because it was written by Ruach HaKodesh. It was given over Ruach HaKodesh. So you see it has this tremendous ma'ila. Okay, that was Simen Kuf Mem Hey. Let's move right along to Simen Kuf Mem Vav. <coughs> Mechavir says in Simukuf Memvav Shloi Ladaber B'Shasa Kriya, you should not speak B'Shasa Kriya at the time of the laning. Very important halacha, very important topic. It's not just that one should not be speaking, but sometimes you have your svarim uh, uh, around and you want to get looking in the safe in between aliyahs. You have to be careful. You can't do this during the laning. So you say, well, learning is learning. No. Right now, during the laning, no other learning should be taking place. And that, that includes the Shabbos sheets that we put out, whether it's the first Seder one or any other good Shabbos sheets that are put out. During laning, during Aftarah, one should only be looking at what's being read by the Balkaira. Or else, it's a chutzpah. Who is he reading it for? He's reading for the tzibur. But what's the tzibur doing? They're doing their own thing. Does that make any sense? That's not appropriate. Uh, okay, so in, in the shuls that do it like that, um, like you're saying, the aliyahs again and again for people to get a... Yeah, no, so that's 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 different. That The reason why they're doing it is for that oila. Oh, they're doing it for that, for that specific oila. Um, it's interesting you said it like that because the meaning of is to do it like that. In Chaim Berlin, they don't do that. So I, at first, I wasn't sure what you were referring to. <laughs> but yes, yes, th- that aliyah that this person is getting 
is for him, his specific aliyah. It doesn't mean you have to hear the whole entire day, you know, 500 times the same parasha. You don't, no, no, that's not necessary. Okay. Says the Mecharis, if Aleph also lot says, it is forbidden to leave and to leave the Sevetayra when it's open. But in between Aliyahs, when we close the Sevetayra, so then it's permissible. So let's just say, for example, a person needs to leave the shul, he has to go to the bathroom. So he, if he's able to, to hold himself back and only leave in between Aliyahs, that is the correct time to leave. Also, Lot says, it says, if a person will leave, and the Sevetayra is out, says, those who are the Oizvi Hashem, the leave, they leave Hashem Yichlu, they, they should end, they should perish. Those who leave, the Shavik means they leave, the Torah of Hashem will be destroyed. Even if there are ten other people besides for him who are listening to the Sefer Torah, and he also heard the Kriya Satayra with, with the ten people. Afiluach is still also. Very, very serious. So, let's just think for a second. If a person is leaving the base Knesses when the Sefer Torah is there, he's not disturbing anyone specifically. He's just doing an act which is disrespectful by leaving. Could we imagine if a person is talking during the laning, but now not only is he not paying attention to what's being laid. He's also disturbing other people. We don't want to finish a sentence about such a case like this. Avil being gavra gavra between aliyahs, it's permissible to leave. Just as long as you have ten people still in shul, it's okay to leave at that point. That's when you already heard the laning. Or you should die to love him, yad, or intentions to come back right away, so you're not going to miss anything. This also is only permissible if it is letzerich gadol for a tremendous need. Okay, that was if Al says the mechaber. Once the balkari starts laning in the sefer Torah, is also lesaper afilu b'divrei Torah. It is forbidden to speak even in learning. Afilu bein gavra le gavra va'afilum hishtam hu ha'parsha. Even in between aliyahs, when you're waiting for the next aliyah to start, you should not be speaking and learning during that time also. And we're going to see that there's a concern that the learning, the talking and learning will continue even when the next aliyah starts. That's why it's best try not to talk at all during of course not during Ben Gavra Gavra. Okay? Before we see further Mechavra, let's catch up in the Mishnah. Once the Balkaria starts laning, it is, says the Mechavra, it is Osir Lusaper, it is forbidden to speak. So the Magen of Rome and the Gras say, not just when they start laning, as soon as the person gets a Leah, what do you do? You open it up, 
as we've learned already, you look inside where you're making a bracha on, on the place. At that point, at that point in time, when he opens up the slave Torah to make the bracha, says the Magnavar, you can't talk anymore. That's already the time when you cannot talk anymore. You hear this? Mitzvah Lafarsim. Mitzvah It's a mitzvah to publicize this halacha. So that people will know. There's no conversation now. No talking zone. You ever see those signs? No this zone or that zone. This is, is at this point in time, it's a no talking zone. Sifkat Nayafil Even in learning, it's also. So to to explain divitaira, or let's say someone asks you a psak halacha, is such and such a thing mutter? Someone came over to me also, being gavra le gavra, you know, it, it, it didn't need to be done. There wasn't like a life and death situation. I'm saying, you can wait. He had a question on his mind, so he has to ask. No, that's not the time. That's not the time. Now, to avoid someone, help someone avoid from doing an iser, something which is forbidden to do, that is permissible in between aliyahs, if, and you try to say it in a short fashion, try to say it in a short way. Let's give, just give an example. Let's say a person doesn't realize that, uh, that uh, he's doing something, I don't know, on Shabbos that he shouldn't be doing. And and you're able to like tell him quickly, you know, like in a, in a polite way that he shouldn't do this. You, that, that's that's what you should do. La frushmi isura, mutuloyma b'derech tzari. You're allowed to say in a short way. Afilu ben gavel gavri should not be learned. Shema yimosheich, like we said, halimud be'esakriya, because he says afilu ben gavel gavra. Afilu b'divrei Torah is afilu ben gavel gavra. Halimud be'esakriya is also because. Because you might continue during the laning. Now, the Bach is make a believe with Ben Gavla Gavra. The Bach is lenient. So, if you see people learning in between the Leahs, you have who would rely on. This should be the worst thing people do. Okay, that they're learning in between the Leahs. They have the Bach to rely on. Okay, so the, the El Yeraba wants to take a little of, of both of the Psakim and he says like this, if it's to talk to other people in learning, that you shouldn't do in between the leaders. That you shouldn't do between the leaders. And, and, and unfortunately you see this. People get very excited, something on the parsha or whatever the, whatever the leader might be. And you, you heard the whispering going on, and the mice, they, they don't even realize. The person already said, bar, they'll open the Sevetay. The person already said, Baruchu. The person's already, the Bakur is already laning. And before you know it, they didn't even realize the whole Leah is over. They missed the whole Leah. Why? Because they're talking and learning. That's wrong. That's not the time for this. Says the Yerabah, privately by yourself, there's room to be lenient to learn on your own. And if need be, however, also to give a quick psak at that moment 
you don't do machmer, because if you say something quickly, yes, no, it's also, it's mutter, then there's no, there's no real concern that it's going to continue. Um, he says also in the Dirshu, he brings here from the stipler, that the same mazot of in between Elias, in between the Ben Gavra and Gavra, she ate the Hakabad Dover. Since it's a Tzarech Mitzvah. So it brings from Rechaim and uh, the stipler as well, his father, that to say Mazdav in between Elias, he says it's permissible. Not only that, he says something even more. He says it's a Tzarech Mitzvah. So to tell somebody Mazdav, whatever the Mazdav is for, it's a Mitzvah. Make the person feel good. Okay. Sivkot in Zayin. Even if a person finishes parsha, he still should not. He still should not be learning during that time. I mean, if he finished the parsha twice and the targum once, the primagodim is even more machmer. He says even if you already heard. The whole Kriya with, by, with ten people, it's also us to learn um, during this time period of Ben Gavra the Gavra, Chemasha Bira Gra, so to Zmasha from the Gra. Okay, just looking at the Shah in here. Fine. Sif Kos Machabis and Tatwa, if Yeshmatim Ligrois, Pirish Lilmoid, Vilachash. So the first opinion Mechavah brought that said is also to learn. Ben Gavra le Gavra. Now, the Mechavah says there are those that are lenient v'yeshmatirim ligrois to learn quietly. Sifkot n'ches. Mayri di'ika asara d'tzaisi l'sevetayrim i'baladoi. We're talking about a case where there are at least ten people listening to the sevetayr or the laning besides for him. V'afi lo'achi e'inu motu b'kol rom l'deyazu. According to this opinion, it's not going to be permissible the, according uh, uh, to to learn aloud, because you don't want to disturb the other people that are listening. And the interesting ha'ara uh, they bring over here that for this reason to gather staka during kriya satayr we learned earlier in Simon Sadi Bay's Siv to go around and collect for staka during kriya satayr. It's not appropriate. Because what's going to happen is people can be focusing on giving staka during the laning, and then they're going to miss out on listening to the laning and answering Baruch Hashem He's not even discussing over here the clanging of the pushka, which for whatever reason people don't realize that Sometimes if you take a pushka, a metal pushka, and especially during Chazar Sashats, or during, you know, uh, the laning time, but it's more common during during when the Chazans are Pinish right? And they go around banging Haman. They're clanging around, you know, with the, with, the, with the pushka, the money, and the coins, and the metal container. Now you can't even hear the Valkyrie. You can't hear the Chazan. It's, it's, it's like, said, what are we doing here? Okay, now I'm talking about, right? Okay. Says Mechaber further. Another opinion says that if you do have ten people paying attention to the laning, then other people 
They're allowed to speak in learning. And in fact, it's permissible. You know for who? For people who is Tayrasim Nasai. Their occupation is the Lima Tayra. Who are such people like this? They're Shimbayuchai and his category of people. And we don't have anybody like that today. Okay. There are those that permit also for a person who, when you open the Sevetaira, so he is showing that he's not really part of that uh, laning. He's Machzer Panov. He turns his face away. That he's not listening to the Sevetaira, Mask Likrois, and he's learning something else. To read along the Parsha, during the laning, that is permissible. We're going to put a pause on that and catch up on the Mishnah Rura over here. And I just realized actually that we are past the time. We got so involved in the learning, Baruch Hashem, that we're going to, uh, we didn't realize what the item of the time was. We're going to pick up from Sivkot and uh, Tess of Teirosai Umnasai.